So it's a real Ben Johnson story. Amon Ross St. Brown knows. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final day of January, everybody. It's a Wednesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, January 31st, a Wednesday into Thursday, February 1st. Tomorrow, Colton Pouncey, who's one of the Lions beat writers from theathletic.com, will be our guest. We'll get Colton's thoughts on his trip out to San Francisco. Uh, did he get to see the Bay Bridge? Did he uh, have some uh, San Francisco uh, rice aroni? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the season, certainly what happened on Sunday and everything else coming up right here on Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. That includes on Apple, Spotify, on YouTube. Thank you for subscribing and watching on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. We are over 10,000 subscribers. Shout out to our everydayers as well. Please, everydayers, check out uh, Colton Pouncey with us tomorrow on the program. Locked On Lions. Oh, Matt Derry with you, by the way, if I didn't say my name already. Locked On Lions today. Brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, at Locked On Lions. Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Threads at The Real Matt Derry and also like I said before, our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Everybody's thrilled. Everybody's in a much better mood the last couple of days because Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator to the Stars, arguably the best OC in the NFL, is indeed coming back. There's been a lot of speculation on why. We went over all of that yesterday. But today we got a little bit of clarity. And uh, I, I want to get into this today on the program. We're also going to talk about, I got a little history lesson for you. I got some free agent talk. I got some Jack Fox talk, all of that on the show today. Anyway, be that as it may, um, Amon Ross St. Brown on the St. Brown Brothers podcast, no relation to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Um, some of you insiders will get that one. Uh, Amon Ra is on a podcast with his brother, uh, Equinami Equinami Equinamius St. Brown, the what ride receiver for the Bears. I butcher the name every time. Anyway, latest episode of their pod came out this morning, and uh, Amon Ra was talking about Ben Johnson calling him Tuesday morning, yesterday morning, to give him the news. Quote from the pod, he said he couldn't sleep last night. Ben was thinking about it, and he said there's unfinished business. He wants to stay. He said the guys on the team, shoot, he said me. Jared, Frank, Panay, Decker, all the guys. He said his heart is in Detroit and he wants to stay, end quote. Now, we've heard this before, the old unfinished business routine, all right? Sometimes unfinished business has meant, yeah, I didn't like the money that I was getting somewhere else or whatever it is. But um, St. Brown said that he got that uh, phone call at like 9.30 in the morning on Tuesday morning, and then right around 10 o'clock yesterday is when the news started breaking with Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network, et cetera, 
on the old Twitter machine. Um, as uh, Jeremy Reisman pointed out at prideofdetroit.com, um, and he wrote the piece about it today, uh, the first thing that St. Brown did after he hung up the phone with Ben Johnson was he texted Der Jared Goff and said, Ben just called me, he's staying. <laughs> um, look, I, I think Ben Johnson was probably, like I said yesterday, targeted and ticketed uh, for Washington. Maybe his agent is really holding out for 12 to $15 million a year. Maybe the commander said not a chance that's happening. We'll see. All right, the commanders are the lone team now that still have a head coaching vacancy because today Seattle uh, signed on 36-year-old defensive coordinator from the Ravens and former Michigan D coordinator, did a great job here, Mike McDonald. But I do think that Ben Johnson really likes the setup here in Detroit. I don't think he's playing a, a, a financial game with Sheila Hamp. I think he's got two years left on his contract and he's good with being here. Um, what a What a testament to this franchise that Ben Johnson, who weeks ago said best leader I've ever been around was Dan Campbell to want to stay here and win a Super Bowl and bring a Super Bowl championship to Detroit. And for now two straight years, um, pass down a pass, you know, just, you know, uh, pass up. I could speak a chance at a head coaching job. I mean, Carolina wanted him last year. Denver was talking, all these teams with Indianapolis this year. We know Seattle was interested. We know Washington was really interested. Um, ben Johnson interviewed a bunch of places. He's staying again. Now, he might be um, committing <laughs> a cardinal sin here. Strike while the iron's hot. Maybe next year the Lions offense takes a step back. Maybe something happens. Who knows? Knock on wood. But Ben Johnson's betting on himself. And I truly do believe he feels like it is unfinished business. Maybe he and his family like it here. They've been here through two regimes. Remember, they started here with, with Patricia and, stuff, and, and, and Quinn. So um, I love that. I love that. Now, again, Ben Johnson may hit the podium tomorrow or the next day or whatever and say the same thing that St. Brown's unfinished business. I don't want to go. Those opportunities were great, but this is where I want to be. I want to stay. I want to get us to a Super Bowl. And behind the scenes, his agent might be telling teams, I'm going to wait it out and hold out for, for, a, for a Jerry Jones $12 million offer next year to coach the Cowboys. It's possible. But publicly, and when you see quotes, and when you see tweets, and when you hear national people talking about it and saying, wow, the offensive coordinator in Detroit is staying at a lesser job than a head coaching job for two straight years because of the culture, because of what Dan Campbell has, has done, what this team has done, what these players mean to him, that tells you you've turned a corner as a franchise. It has. There have been plenty of teams that have gotten far in the playoffs in, in many sports that deep down had some deep-rooted issues, had some problems, had some problem players, had some problem coaches. Front office had to make some moves. Not this franchise. All right, this is pretty sweet. Now, again, Dan Campbell said it the other day, could be tough to get back. All right, the division's going to get better next year, especially if the Bears get rid of the Hall of Fields and the Vikings get their quarterback and Kirk Cousins back, who's a free agent, of course. But for now, unfinished business, calling players personally to tell them, I'm staying, I want to be here, we got more work to do. 
That's never happened to the Detroit Lions ever, right? Ever. So pretty cool. And I salute Ben Johnson on that. Um, now, Ben, do me a huge favor. No more flea flickers. No more Panay Sewell running uh, pass patterns when you're up 17 points. Let's just keep it simple, brother. Let's just keep pounding that rock next year. But it's it's a great coup to get to keep the offensive coordinator around. I don't know about the rest of the staff. Antoine Randall L., Tanner Engstrand, Aaron Glenn, Hank Fraley. These teams want these guys. They've got a really good staff, the Lions do. But who knows? If Aaron Glenn doesn't get the Washington job, you got to figure he's coming back. And there's something to having chemistry, having the same staff, having the same position coaches, and keeping it consistent and not changing every year. Uh, that causes chaos, and we want to bring order to chaos. So there you go. Um, a little history lesson for you. Lions want to get back, want to get back, got to get back to the NFC Championship game next year, right? That's what they're looking for. How difficult will it be? And what, are the hist- what does the history say about it based off of what took place on Sunday? We'll get to that coming up next right here on Locked on Lions. We're brought to you today by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need in the, uh, at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. I'm back with you on a Wednesday edition of Locked On Lions, a Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Appreciate you guys making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe on YouTube. All right, a little uh, history lesson for you. What's it going to take for the Lions to get back to the NFC Championship game after blowing a 17-point lead this year in the NFC Championship game? What's it going to take? All right, I my crack research staff looked this up, and they're the best in the business. They know who they are. They are. The Lions are the seventh team in NFL history to cough up a 17-point halftime lead in a playoff game and then go on to lose. All right? Seventh team to gag away a 17-point lead in the playoffs and lose. All right? Of the previous six, only the 2018 Kansas City Chiefs have made it to the title game the next year. There's going to be a quiz afterwards. Does, do you, does everybody get that? Now, if you recall, the 2017 Chiefs were quarterbacked by one Alex Smith. Then in 2018, they turned to a young kid named Patrick Mahomes. And we've seen how good old Patty has been doing uh, the last few years. Shout out to the Chiefs. How about them Chiefs? 
We'll talk about the Kansas City Chiefs from last Sunday. I, I bought the Chiefs, by the way. And, I, and, and I'm not going to get into this because it starts getting political and annoying. But if you're really bothered by Taylor Swift being shown at these games, then just stop watching. She's a, she's a nice person. She's a superstar. Her and Travis Kelsey are, are a cool couple. Why? Why? I'm rooting for the Niners. I, tra, Taylor Swift is ruining my NFL experience. Get a, get a life. Come on. There's a lot worse people out there. And some of you that are bitching, your daughters love her. Stop it. Anyway, uh, the 2018 Chiefs were the last team to get back to the AFC Championship game after blowing a 17-point halftime lead and losing the previous year. So you're, you're one out of six so far. Hopefully the Lions make it two out of seven next year. That's not going to be easy to do. Uh, you look around the NFC, it, it's interesting. Last At the start of the year, we went, oh my God, San Francisco, Philly, everybody else, right? Those were the top two teams in the NFC. Then people said Dallas, people said Detroit. Um, Seattle's name came up at the start of the year. Then toward the end of the year, it was, all right, it's definitely the Niners are the one seed. Maybe Dallas, all right? Uh, they were playing well at the end of the year, although the Lions showed in week 17 that they could beat Dallas in Dallas. So, you know, if you handicap the NFC, if you're thinking about it, and again, Lions have to get home playoff games again next year. All right, they've shown it's been difficult to win on the road. Dome team in the NFC Championship has never won on the road outdoors. All right, some people said that was the 93 Cowboys, but no, there was a roof over that. There was a hole in the roof. They're a good old Texas stadium. So it's not going to be easy, but I think this team can do it. And they've got to make some upgrades at cornerback. They've got to make some upgrades at edge. Probably got to add another D tackle. I'm going to talk about that coming up momentarily. Um, you know, Graham Glasgow has got to come back. The Lions have interest in him. He has interest in returning. Uh, the Jonah Jackson situation should be interesting at left guard. Lions do have about 50 plus million dollars. Um, in salary cap uh, space to to continue to keep players. But again, they've probably got to re-up Jared Goff soon. They've got to, uh, Panay Sewell's money goes up. Uh, you got to think long-term about Amon Ross St. Brown. There are you know other players the Lions are going to want to bring back. I mentioned Glasgow. You want Glasgow back, he's going to want to raise. All right? If they're interested in keeping Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I'm not. But if they are, he's going to want to raise. Um, so just a few things to, to consider when we're talking about, uh, the lions, but I think they can absolutely get back to the NFC championship game. They showed this year as a bit of an underdog in this last game, they can hang with anybody and they did. Um, you know, you look at it real fast for, I don't want to get to this PFF uh, free agent list. You look at the division Everybody thinks it's a foregone conclusion. Caleb Williams is going to Chicago. I mentioned Minnesota before with Kirk Cousins. Green Bay really came on at the end of the year. But remember, the Packers dug themselves a hole at the start of the year and everybody wrote them off. Right? I don't know if you ever listen to Adam Shine, Shine on Sports on uh, Mad Dog on Sirius XM. He hated Jared, uh, Jordan Love. He said he can't play. He's not good at football. And once the Packers got embarrassed by the Lions at Lambeau Field at the start of the year and, and really kind of went in the tank at the beginning. Everybody wrote them off. Now they're going to have a little bit of a target on their back. You know that some of you are going to get those magazines 
um, uh, at the grocery store or the drugstore, those preview magazines and Lindy's and Athlon's and this one and that one, they still make those, right? And there's going to be some prognosticators in August and July. They're going to pick the Packers to win the division. Everybody picked the Lions this year and the Lions won it. And the Lions are the better team than the Packers. I know Green Bay beat the Lions on Thanksgiving, but just get ready. There's going to be some people hopping on that Green Bay bandwagon and saying, man, Jordan Love is special, won a playoff game in Dallas, nearly won one in San Francisco, and they're going to pick the Packers over the Lions. So we'll see how the Lions respond. But Brad Holmes has done one thing. He's done a lot of things well, but he's done one thing very well, and that's draft. And you bring in more young talent to this roster. Lions have four picks in the first three rounds. Remember, they got Minnesota's third-round pick in the Hawkinson trade. Uh, that's adding more, adding more bullets to the chamber, adding more to the arsenal, as a Jim Price, rest in peace, used to say. Nice area. Great folks. Racky tech. Um, oh, by the way, just another side note. Um, I'm looking on my calendar to try to clear the, uh, some dates in October for that Tigers parade. Now that a Colt Keith is signed long-term. Some of you slappies on the uh, Twitter machine. My goodness. Kid hasn't played one game with the Tigers yet. People, oh, settle down. They're going to be, they're going to be better, but settle down. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on one today. Uh, where am I going? Oh, coming up next. Let's do this. I got to talk about the punt God Jack box. And also pro football focus put out their top free agent list. I'm going to talk about the Lions free agents. We'll do maybe some of that Thursday and Friday, but I just, I want to specify five of the top seven free agents from PFF are all Lions needs. Five of the top seven. Uh, and I want to get into that next right here on the Lockdown Lions podcast. All right, folks, we told you earlier about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and then helping your friends as they're placing their bets. All right? Super Bowl Sunday is awesome. You get together with people. I know it's not the Lions, but we still got to watch, right? Got to see Usher out there and Reba McIntyre and Post Malone and all these people. Come on, let's go. Um, Anyway, FanDuel has many ways for you to end the season with a win or two or three with your bets. Not only can you bet on who's going to win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, if you join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets, $200 if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit fanduel.com slash lockdown to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash lockdown. Make every more uh, make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner, sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, so uh let's do this first. I want to get to some free agent talk. Um, but I saw this the other day. Jack Fox in the third quarter against the Niners on Sunday did something that was just remarkable. So remarkable that it almost broke a record. Do you realize that that punt by Jack Fox was 74 yards? 74 yards. Chase Lucas, of course, stepped in the end zone, 
or else it would have been a net of 73 yards and the Lions would have had the Niners pinned back at the one yard line. Again, another mistake made by the, by the Lions that day. The Jack Fox's third quarter punt on Sunday traveled 74 yards, was the third longest punt in playoff history. Um, that's not bad. Mike Horan, no relation to Pistons media relations man, Michael Horan. Mike Horan of the Denver Broncos had a 76-yard punt in the 91 playoffs. So Jack Fox, uh, excuse me, fourth longest punt, not third. Fourth longest punt in NFL playoff history, 74 yards. Mike Horan, 76. That is pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. He was a major weapon this postseason. That's somebody too. like whatever Jack Fox's contract is, rip it up and give him a raise. They have got to have him here forever. You know, we, we talk about playoff run and winning two games and man, golf was uh, really, really good. And, and, and Jameer Gibbs in the touchdowns and Amon Ra against the Bucks and all these things. But Jack Fox had a whale of a postseason. And uh, nearly, bro, he was two yards away from a record from tying the uh, Mike Haran record from 1991. So pretty special and deserves deserves his flowers, man. He does everything. Kickoff guy, uh, holder, extraordinaire, and just a damn good weapon punting the football. And it's just too bad that that third quarter punt was not down at the one. Of course, Niners got it at the 25 and, um, you know, went down the field and took the lead. On a twenty-seven, on a on a field goal from uh, Northville's own Jake Moody. So there's that. All right, last thing on free agents. I have said this, and I'll continue to say it. The Lions in free agency in the draft have got to get some corners. Have got to get some D linemen um, first and foremost. Now again, Brad Holmes doesn't subscribe to the Matt Derry theory about need. He just gets the best available players. I do think he knows they need corners edges, another interior D lineman and all of that. We'll see what he does. He's not been one to go out in free agency and spend a lot of money. You know, Cam Sutton got a three-year deal at like 10 million a year. Uh, they re-signed Anzalone. He gave him a three-year deal. There's been a lot of one-year deals handed out by Brad Holmes as well. Um, he didn't do like his predecessor signing by tie for like five years. So on PFF Pro Football Focus, we know we love PFF, on their list of the top 50 free agents, five of the top seven fill Lions needs. Chris Jones, D-Tackle Kansas City. Josh Allen, number three. Uh, Edge Jacksonville. Brian Burns, number five. Carolina, Edge. Uh, Justin Metabike. Defensive tackle, Ravens. I love that kid. Loved him in college at AM. Go back and watch the old Lockdown Lions or listen to him from years ago when I said I loved Matt Abike in like round three. And Christian Wilkins, a very good uh, nose tackle for the Dolphins, came in at number seven. Kirk Cousins was two and T. Higgins was four on this list. So Chris Jones, Josh Allen, Ryan Burns, Justin Matt Abike, Christian Wilkins were five of the top seven. They're all defensive linemen. Would I love to see Brad Holmes write a fat check for one of these guys? I would. Right? 
Chris Jones, I don't think, is leaving the Chiefs. Okay. But like, can you imagine Chris Jones next to Aleem McNeil? Hello, Matabike? Josh Allen from the Jags, not the quarterback. The edge. Brian Burns' game kind of went downhill this year. Didn't have a great year for Carolina, but I'll still take Brian Burns over the ghost of Charles Harris, the O'Quara brothers, uh, or anybody like that. Justin Matabike of the Ravens is really starting to come on as a younger uh, interior defensive lineman, and Christian Wilkins is as good as they get as far as uh, interior D linemen. That's a good group right there. Again, Will Brad Holmes pay the freight 15, 16, 17 million for some of these guys? Chris Jones, I'm assuming, is going to want over 20 million a year. He's arguably the best interior D lineman in football. Number one free agent on the PFF list. These are all high impact players. Burns would probably be last on my list of those guys. But again, Lions need another edge. They've got to get another edge rusher opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. Julian O'Quara will not be back. Romeo O'Quara will not be back. Charles Harris will not be back. Uh, was Kaminsky on a two-year deal? I think he was. Um, Pascal Will, he kind of plays both inside and outside. James Houston, uh, we'll see about him, what the Lions want to do with him. Um, I mean, he'll be back, but you just never know. Those are some good names. It's just kind of ironic. You look at the list and you're like, need, need, need. Five of the top seven. Got, got to get a corner too. Got to draft a corner. Got to sign a corner. Um, but the Lions are still in pretty darn good shape when it comes to this roster. This is a much improved roster with a lot of talent. All right, tomorrow, Colton Pouncey will join us from theathletic.com, Lions beat writer. Get more thoughts on uh, his trip to uh, San Francisco and what he thinks about Ben Johnson. And certainly we'll ask him too about some of these free agents as well. We'll also get a little, we'll get a little chatter in this week about the, um, what's going on down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile too. Signing off for a Wednesday edition of Locked Online.